0: Welcome back to Ready 4 a podcast dedicated to equipping college parents with the tools they need to have meaningful conversations with their college students. I'm Logan Newkirk, a Residence Director at Belmont University. On this podcast, we talk to guests that we think know more than us about the topic that we're discussing. For our regular listeners, you'll hear a new voice asking questions this week. That's Shelby Trice, another Residence Director here at Belmont and a team member of the Ready 4 podcast. In this episode specifically, Shelby and I are talking with Suzanne Reinhardt. Suzanne is one of the counselors in the Counseling Center at Belmont University. The topic we're discussing is coming back home. Whether your student has come back home every weekend since the semester started, or you're waiting until Thanksgiving to have your student come back home for a visit, we think this episode has some good content for all parents of college students and the part of college transition where your student's bedroom at home is irregularly occupied. Suzanne has some good insights into how you can talk through setting good boundaries and expectations as you approach this topic with your student. Suzanne, what would you recommend to parents whose child about to come home for the first time since leaving for college?
1: Um, I think that the one of the most important things I would recommend for parents just to sit with um, is that there's been a big milestone for both themselves and for their student in beginning college, starting college, and so that naturally it, there's going to be a bit of a shift as that the student returns home and lots of emotions. You know, Students are generally happy to come back home, but but they also are a bit anxious often about how is it gonna be coming back home? What are the expectations gonna be? What's gonna be the same? What's gonna be different, really? So for parents just to think through that themselves and um, remember that they are really still in that transition of moving from being the parent of an adolescent to a loved one of a young adult. Yeah, mm-hmm, because great. parents that's... are
0: also thinking through the what's going to be same and what's going to be different. Exactly,
1: right? it's the, that mirrors that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So they can just recognize, well, that's going on for us and for our children as well. Something that parents can do to sort of help mitigate the anxiety around that is just to even say to their child before they come, oh, hey, one of the first things we'd like to do is just really sit down and talk about, you know, things at home and what what your expectations are at home what do you think needs to shift or what would you like to stay the same and even offering that really um, to have their students start start the conversation with what their ideas are about going out coming home what are the family expectations of me around dinner or church or other you know family activities and I think for parents to offer that that a, we want to have a conversation about that before there are even really issues, you know. <laughs> we want to have a conversation just to say, we know you, you've been on your own now for a couple of months um, at least, and so let's talk about, you know, what do you think is reasonable or what, what would you like to see the same, and then what would you like to see shift. Every family's different, but where can you sort of meet your student with where they are in the, this is what I'd like to stay the same, or this is what I'd like to see different.
2: Yeah. That's great. I think that offers great advice for it to kind of be open-ended and kind of Mm -hmm. offer that space for the student and for the parent to kind of welcome in Mm -hmm. a really good sort of transitional sort of conversation into the home piece. Have you thought of any other practical things that parents can either say or do prior to their student coming home other than offering that conversation but to kind of prepare for that season of life?
1: I think having a conversation, uh, either thinking through themselves or with their partners What would we be willing to shift? Like, what do we think about going out, coming home, you know, family dinners, just like the things that we're willing to maybe shift a little bit on? Because, right, you're you're raising an adult here. So what are the things that you can sort of give a little bit with in terms of expectations and then what are the things that are really important the students are usually coming home and i know in my own experience with my own college students they love being home you know i can remember my daughter saying college makes you appreciate home so much and in the next breath she was saying why do i have to tell you when i'm coming back you know you know so it's like there's a lot of feelings and the more communication you can have around the transition what it's like, how their their newfound independence and how they're managing that and how that's going to fit or dovetail into their, the family, um, the more open communication about that, the better, I think. And it, it also really shows your student that you are seeing them as an adult. You're inviting them into the conversation. It's no longer we're the parent, we're setting, like, the expectations. It's like, let's have an adult conversation about this, you know? So I think it, it really invites them into a more young adult space
0: you mentioned in your experience i'm Mm -hmm. curious to know were there any things um that you might have had a little anxiety or worry about it's like don't know how this is going to go yes that wasn't wasn't an issue at all
1: i was really concerned about for myself just the whole you know The whole curfew versus, you know, like you need to be in by 11 o'clock or midnight, you know, versus uh, you've been in college now for a semester. And that was really hard for me, but we did come up with, I just need to know where you are and when to expect you home. My daughter, she was also very respectful about, yeah, I'm going here and I'll be home by midnight. Or sometimes it was later than that, but reasonable. I can let you know where I am and when I expect to be home. And it does get easier. That's the other thing I will say. The you do realize, oh, they are responsible human beings, and that, you know, it gets easier when the, and then when they, they're going to be out later than they said, like, well, I was going to be home at 10, but now it's going to be closer to midnight. It's like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. And um, the more that we can sort of meet, meet a student where, where they are in their independence, the more they feel like, oh, they really are taking me seriously as a young adult. So I will also meet them, you know, with following up with what I say I'm going to do.
2: Yeah. So. It definitely feels, like, much more collaborative, which I feel like helps prepare them for other parts of their collegiate journey and just in general as an adult growing up and thinking, oh, I need to kind of operate in a world that is going to have to be collaborative. Yes. Um, So I think that kind of conversation, Mm -hmm. like, points them in that direction, which Mm -hmm. I
0: think is really good.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Um, Another question I thought of. Yeah. Uh, What would you, or how would you recommend parents deal with uh, a student comes home for a break breaks are meant to be a restful time, mm-hmm. um, but that student wants to spend time with seeing friends that they haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. they obviously want to spend time with family while they're there, mm-hmm. um, and can get caught up in the busyness somewhat. Mm-hmm. How do you recommend that the parent still encourages some of that rest? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think this is, it can be tricky depending on the, the young the young person, but I um, I mostly am a big believer in natural consequences. So, you know, that when they are out a lot, and, and yes, they are going to want to visit with friends and see those people that they haven't seen in a while and visit with family, they are going to be tired. But I, I really um, encourage parents to let that play out. I mean, they have to, they're just, they could be an, an encouraging reminder, like, you know, you might want to um, just plan a day of that's more restful just before you head back, but they may or may not choose to do that, and I think that's okay. It's like, just, hey, you might want to think about this, and allowing them to um, to choose whether or not they're really going to follow through with that. And then I think natural consequences are our best teacher, right? So, yes.
2: Especially yeah. depending on if the student is more extroverted versus introverted and what yes. that really need is yes. for them. And even thinking about that cognizantly as a parent right. or as a friend, thinking about right. what that person may need based and, on that.
1: And also that our own needs as as individuals may be very different than what our children need. So the, we may need more social time when we're you know, when we're going someplace that we haven't been in a while and we may need more rest. But it is really interesting to start to see our children as very separate. Individuals from us, Um, so the way they're going to navigate through the world um, is different, and and you know they may make they are we all are going to make mistakes along the way. That's okay. But again, those you know if they come back to school tired, it'll be okay. You know, and they might learn from that experience. It's like oh, I know next time I go home, I need to make sure I'm not out every night. I'm home because that was hard coming back to school. But that's that's a valuable experience in and of itself. So,
0: that's like you said, the, those are going to play into it getting easier, Absol- further down yes. the road. Yes,
1: they do get easier yeah. to, as you. Yeah, the more you experience and you start to build trust and learn. Like, oh, there is a freedom in learning that I can parent different now. You know, I'm I am really I am moving into being that loved one of a young person, and not necessarily I don't have to shepherd them in the same way that I had to when they were in high school, right? Yes. You know? It's actually really lovely once once the dust sort of settles mm-hmm. in it all. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um
0: how can a parent help encourage their student to stay focused both leading up to a break? Because mm-hmm. um, I know that we feel that on campus students yes. are counting down the days and hours yes. after that break. Yes. But then also the tail end of the break yes. to get back to school
1: yes yes so for those uh, students who aren't coming home to like Thanksgiving or Christmas I would say now or next week is a great time to send some send a care package right right before midterms is a high pressure time or right before exams so that can be really encouraging messages from home we do know that students are they're starting to really want to go home and see familiar places and faces and um, and so I think t- touching base with them, but the reminding them, yeah, you are going to be home. Like just kind of just encouraging in general that this, this stressful time, this midterm time, this is all going to pass and, you know, maybe just talking to them about like, let's think about what's one thing you want to make sure you do soon after we go home where it's going to dinner or at a particular place or mom, can you please make this certain dish? Um, It's that, you know, you don't have to focus too much on that, but that reminding them that we're going to be here and it's going to be great and you're going to get through this difficult time, you know. But if they're not coming home for fall break, I would say now is also, particularly if they're expressing that, you know, they wish they were or it's really difficult with school right now, it's a great time to send something in the mail, a letter or a care package, something from home, I'm just I'm thinking of you, you can do this, mm-hmm. this is going to pass, um, but here's a little something to help get you through. Yeah, you know? definitely.
2: Yeah. Do you have any advice as far as, like, sending them off, like back from break to say or do to encourage them to get back into being focused on their their classes and everything that they have to finish out the semester? Do you mm-hmm. have any advice in regards um, to that?
1: I would, I would um, be positive, you know. <laughs> oh. I think that can be really, I think that, you know, like, Depending on, you know, some students will be happy to come back and, you know, this was great being home, I'm ready to go back. Some students might be a little more hesitant, but I think encouraging them, you know, like, you know, transitions are difficult by nature, by, you know, we, we don't like to change. So even transition, you know, from college back home or from home back to college can be, you know, a little bit jarring right and just it might take a few days but you'll get back into the routine encouraging them to keep their routine whatever that is when they get back home you know make sure you're getting whatever their routine is for them if it's breakfast and then class or if it's classes and then lunch you know just if they can think through particularly if they're feeling hesitant like well what's one thing you're looking forward to who are are you looking forward to seeing or what's one thing you're looking forward to doing and kind of keep that as um, something that they can focus on you know and then really the second half of the semester goes by so fast yes, it really does I mean yeah. I'm always amazed the students come back from fall break and before you know we're looking at Thanksgiving and then wow you're yes. basically done you know so um, just it's it it will go by faster than I think they anticipate but just being encouraging and positive and you know um, not you know I think kind of keeping your own emotions about your child leaving in check if there's a lot of sadness or um, uh, about that. It's like being positive, you know, because this is a, it's a, a normal, natural part of their growing into adults. You know, is leaving home, and so remembering that and trying to just be um, an encouraging force in their life, you know. And then they'll be back home for the next holiday, whatever that yeah. is, you know. And and you'll enjoy time together again then.
0: Well, uh, any final things that you would think just in, within the same realm mm. topic?
1: So I just think, um, you know, this summer, um, for parents who were in orientation, we talked about the parent transition, and I do think the three things for parents to always keep in mind really during this year or the first couple years of college is remembering that this is a time of transition for both them and for their students, so just being open to change that might happen, and however, um, whatever speed that happens for their child and the independence of being, embracing change, um, being curious about, because of the changes, what does that open up that might be different, you know, instead of grieving or being sad about what's shifting and what you no longer have, it's like, well, what, what does this open up for us, you know, both individually and then as a family, or, you know, as your relationship with your student shifts and changes it actually can be really wonderful the different conversations that you can type uh, start to have and then um, that remembering that when your student makes a mistake or you know things happen that don't go as planned that those are not those are just learning opportunities and you know not something to really focus on or usually generally be all that concerned about like it's just going to have it's part of the learning process for them so just to um uh, enjoy the time, this time now with their child and also the, you know, the transition phase, that it's, they're really moving into a place where they can have, um, really a deeper and different relationship with their student, I think, on a lot of levels, and that can be really exciting. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much.
1: Yeah. That's great. Yeah, awesome. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for listening. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please email us at readyforpodcast at belmont.edu. We also wanted to give you a heads up on our upcoming episodes. The next episode will be covering this same topic, but from the perspective of current students' parents. In that one, you'll be hearing from not only college parents themselves, but you'll also be hearing from our entire Ready For team, myself, Logan Newkirk, uh, Keelan Myers, and Shelby Trice. We may continue to change up who you're hearing from each week, but our goal is to deliver helpful quality content to equip you for those meaningful conversations with your students. Thanks so much again. This has been Ready For.